If you have the lotion, blow up, it's going to get you drunk, and you can't let that happen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Live Literally podcast. On this edition, we have Logan Knowles with us. And Logan, thanks for coming on. It's a pleasure to have you. No problem. Thank you. So we can start with you telling us a little bit about yourself and your experience. You've overcome quite a lot, and uh, I know you're going to be quite an inspiration and be able to give some great insights on what it means to be a leader, how everyone can be a leader. Um, so maybe just give us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so when I was born, I was born with quadriplegia, cerebral palsy. So what that means is that I have CP in all four of my limbs. So first, when I became tired, I did the measure to my parents. I never walked. And from the time I was a kid, I was able to driven to overcome the odds. And I feel like I felt like I wasn't disabled. So I would go try and keep up with everybody else. Like I didn't even have this. And that mindset is what allowed me to kind of overcome it. And I'm very good learning how to work by the time I was told. That's incredible. And I think having the mindset is really just the first step, but oftentimes the hardest step to yeah. um, overcome something like a disabilitating degree yeah. or disease or something that can kind of put a lot of people at a disadvantage from the start. And it yeah. sounds like you simply saw that as an opportunity to, um, to overcome. So kind of tell us a little bit more about that. Uh, have you found that people are, inspired by your spirit and your willingness to just not give in? Yeah. Well, it, it kind of meant the both worlds. I get people that understand it. And they're like, oh my God, you work so hard and you do amazing things. And then I get the other side of the world where people see it and they can't let go of it. And that makes them not be able to listen to me. And communicate because the purple wall to where they don't allow them. So it kind of meant the both worlds, and you never know like, what you're going to walk into. People need to find a purpose and a passion. Yeah. Um, and one that we have in common is skiing. And as someone who was born without the ability to walk, um, Tell us a little bit about that process to now skiing all over the world. So, um, so basically what happened was my whole family, they were skiing, and I was at seven eight, nine, and they would go up to the mountain every weekend, and I would get left home with Grandpa. And I'm like, why am I being left home? Because at the time, I didn't understand I was disabled. I felt normal. I didn't know I was disabled, so I didn't understand why I was being treated differently in that respect. So they told me as soon as I learned how to walk, they would tell me. It took me a month to learn how to walk. 
have driven because I knew I wanted to. I knew I wanted even before I did it. So I would just like, like go online and the first couple of years I was on the I couldn't even stand up. Like, who, whoever had the thought to put me on a pair of keys was the dumbest <laughs> idea. Because I literally could not control my body. But somehow we figured it out. And then here I am traveling the world every year, training with other companies and speaking at large events. And it really kind of transformed my life to world we never saw. Yeah, that's that's incredible. And I'm sure through that you've you've been able to meet, like you said, a lot of other incredible people who have accomplished a lot and inspired a lot. What are some qualities that you've seen in them that you try and um, bring into your own life? Qualities that make you a person that people want to follow? Um, I think this is a big key to about people with disabilities that people don't see. Um, the second I started traveling with the team and knowing all of them, I realized they were all there just to have fun. They didn't care what people thought. They didn't care how people reacted. And they just enjoyed their life. And they dealt with what they were given in a positive way. And I think that is such a key to leadership and my people with disability should be more involved because we have such a different look on life. We enjoy the little things because we know how lucky we are to have them. And it, some of the people I give you know, they are, we all have children, but we all help each other to like overcome those challenges. And I think that the same way a community should work, everybody helping each other. And that's why I work with so many companies speaking and just communic communicating with them because they see that side of me and they want you to, to help their company. Do you want to expand on that maybe a little more about what it means to have a, a strong support system, have a strong team um, around you because everything in life, nothing is going to be easy. And um, if you have people around you, they're going to help you through it. Uh, it's it's going to be very beneficial. Yeah. Well, the second I joined the team, my life changed because I, I came from high school with a very favorite of our kids. They all love me, but they didn't want me around me. So it was a very like, lonely time in my life because I was trying to get people to understand why I haven't got me a favorite. And the second I got on the team, it's like we were all just best friends. Mm -hmm. We were all there for each other. We all were chasing the same goal and we didn't care how the one person walked or how they talked or what they did. We just cared about being on that mountain and going head to head and seeing how fast we get out to go. So that really changed my mind up from like, why me to why not me? Why can't I be the one 
to like overcome this. And I just said, people, it helped me adapt and move it forward. What would you say is the biggest thing that you've learned? Well, so I want to share the story. I was giving a talk that November to a company. And I did the talk. The CEO of the company come on stage. And he's like, thank you for talking. He's like, he, he said he wanted to say something. And he's like, before you talk, if you were to walk into my office and ask for a job, I would interview you and then, and then record you back just because I wasn't educated about what you have. And like, after hearing you talk, I would not be the person to give you a job. And I, I kind of mind as to how a CEO of a company, a pretty large company we have that kind of view. And that taught me that how much of the world isn't actually educated about disability. Are you saying that a lot of people knew about and not many do. And that really has driven me to kind of pursue my goal to help change that. Yeah, wow. And I think that's that's a testament to you more than anything else. One of the questions I've been asking uh, every guest on this podcast is, what does leadership mean to you? And do you think that everyone can be a leader? I think everybody can be a leader, but they need to go by in the right way. And they need to work with people correctly. And it, it means that you, I think what it means is that people are complete. They, they applaud to, they know you're working on. They know that you're driven to help whatever the cause is. And some leaders are bad, others are good. And I think the good leaders are the ones that actually understand people and take the time to listen and not to cut people off or do whatever they want. A big key to listening understanding absolutely it's such a good way to put it people see people see you working hard people see you acting in a in an honorable way and respecting yeah. others. um they'll naturally want to follow you and you're right i think it's important to remember sometimes that not everyone is a good leader and there are certainly a lot of a lot of bad ones out there yeah. but i think that we all have it in us and if we can work uh, a little bit at a time, you can all show signs of effective and strong leadership. Is there anything that you have your sights on next? Any other big missions or um, any other goals that you have? Um, I mean, I've already done two more. Like, I've, like, one of my old goals was to build a non-profit. I've already built a non-profit. We so my nonprofit we built schools in Mexico for children with disabilities. Because in Mexico, if you're born with a disability, you're not even allowed to go public school. 
So I hope that the whole foundation was in the last year and we already have our first school up and running. But that was one of my goals to build a non And now I'm kind of at the point where I've done so much. I'm trying to figure out new goals. Is it okay? Have I done this? We can do that, you know? So. Absolutely. That's such a, a good perspective to have that yeah. you do accomplish your goals and, and hopefully everyone can, can I kind of get that satisfaction point to kind of set new ones, uh, reflect on where you are and, and where you kind of want to go next. I think what I do most in like, not that the thoughts more thing to do. Like, for instance, I used to be so afraid just to do my house because of my disability, and now I go everywhere without caring. And I think that really has led to my grounding as a person, not letting more people think, getting tiny, and just doing what I'm on to. And I think that key to is doing things. And feeling good about who you are. Because if you have the little thing built up, it's going to get you down. And you can't let that happen. Right. You just got to gotta let the little things go and yep. uh, kind of keep keep perspective of, of what's really, really important. What advice would you give someone who maybe is, is starting out in, in a new position or in a new role in their life or they're at a new stage and they're kind of dealing with a lot of uncertainty? I mean, I think I deal with it a lot every day because of my problem. Like when I'm going for job interview or to go talk, I have no control over where I'm going to them. And I could be on stage in front of thousands of people and have a problem to the point where I can't talk. And so Uncertainty is difficult, but you have to learn that whatever happens, it's going to happen. And you can try your best to control. And as long as you're trying your best to control the most you can, then my will be worried about it. Totally right. There's, there's only so much that you can it, it helps. life, and, and everything has a certain degree of uncertainty to it. So. Yeah. Um, whatever it is, you you kind of just kind of have to have faith that it's going to go well, and when it doesn't, you'll you'll find ways to work around it. Yeah, I think that the world can learn a lot from people with disability, especially the ones that don't understand it. And I think disability could be the key to helping a lot of issues in the world and allowing people to. We are and get out of the mindset of, oh my God, this happened, so we have to do this. Take a second, calm down, realize that you're okay, you're living, breathing, your whatever. And maybe that one thing isn't that big of a deal after all. And be okay, like, letting go of that feeling. And it's something that when people are meaning and not coming back and building the fire. 
Like with my disability, I get, I get name called, I get picked on by random people all the time. And my friends at first, they would kind of go after these people. I mean, don't go after fights. Don't pick a fight that isn't going to change too much. Um, I just think the world needs to be, have a better understanding of this book. And so now that I get like questions about and stuff, it's absurd. And that's something that needs to change. And a lot of people are like, oh, you can't worry about it. But in my view, it's like, it kind of like racism. It's overly because they're not understanding what's going on. And that's not okay. Like, sometimes you just show you all. But a lot of times they haven't done work. I just feel like there's a lot more we can do about it. And a lot more we should do about it. Like, I'm sure somebody around this is more, more treated that way. They would say something, they would do something. We would just kind of love the same quiet and not do anything. And I think that's a big issue going on in why people don't understand it the way they should because they get away with it. You have a message, Logan, that everyone needs to hear. You have a perspective that everyone could benefit from. And the Live Literally podcast is, is doing a small part in that. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for your time no um, for coming on.